0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
0: Charles Robinson, senior NFL writer, Yahoo Sports. Good enough to be on with us this morning. Charles, it's Andrew. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me, Andrew. How are you
0: doing? I'm doing really well. So I guess let's begin with this—the new nugget of this morning—that Roger Goodell is going to pick somebody else to hear this appeal. I, I'm assuming you don't know a name specifically, but what kind of person, what kind of job will they have already that they're getting picked by the commissioner to hear this appeal?
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's completely unexpected that he's going to, you know, choose someone to handle it. I think that was the expectation whenever you talk to some, you know, individuals from the union, the Browns. Um, even Watson's legal camp felt like from an optic standpoint, the league would attempt to make this look a little more fair by moving it away from Roger, um, and having him choose a designee. Now he hasn't named that person yet. I expect though, that it will be someone who has a background, some level of, of arbitration background, um, you know, potentially someone else in the league office or, possibly a former judge or or someone that they've tapped to handle investigations in the past. I don't think it's going to be an individual out of left field at all. So, um, you know, I, I just think that for Roger, he now has to try to dress this up. I mean, the league pulled the lever to basically take control of how his process ends. And, um, you know, he has to distance himself at least in some respect, from what that final decision will be, even though everyone expects it's going to be something along the lines of what the league had previously suggested in, in settlement talks with Watson's camp.
0: And it's safe to assume whomever they're picking, is they're going to know kind of agrees with them, or are they going to let this kind of go to chance and try to find somebody who's independent and open-minded to the whole case?
1: I mean, <laughs> we, I... I would assume. I, everyone assumes that wh- whoever the choice is is going to be well versed in what the league had hoped Sue L. Robinson would have done, right. um, as far as the the punishment goes. I, I, you know, at the end of the day, Sue Robinson's decision was very much uh, behind the NFL. I mean, it was if it, it was almost like two decisions. You yeah. you read through the vast majority of it, and you felt like, okay, well, she seems to be you know siding with almost everything that the NFL was contending here. And then she just made the departure on the level of punishment, the six games. And um, so I, I think what, whoever the choice is ultimately will be someone that the league will feel will bridge that gap. Now um, it doesn't necessarily mean that that they'll get the full year, which is you know what they've appealed for. They've appealed for this full year suspension, but they have given some element of leeway that if it is not a full year suspension, it will be augmented by a certain number of games and a certain monetary fine that goes along with it. Whatever the case is, whatever the, um, whether it's a full year or, or a lesser number of games plus a fine, there's going to be a mandatory aspect of treatment that goes along with this. But you know, in the appeal itself, there at least has been given some latitude for it to not be the full year suspension, which isn't a huge surprise because in settlement talks they did advance this idea of a 12-game suspension and a fine um, that was pretty significant in the in the territory of the 10.5 million dollars that he earned in his final year with the Texans.
0: And 12 games is important because the NFL doesn't want Deshaun Watson as a Brown playing in Houston, which would be Week 12.
1: Yeah, that's a, that was sort of the interesting twist in this. Um, that the 12 games there was actually some meaning behind the 12 games, and it, it wasn't I wasn't fully aware until. Um, kind of going through the paces of why Robinson made the, tis- the decision the decision that she did, and then ultimately the settlement talks that had occurred. And um, a handful of sources were like, yeah, well, that 12, the reason why the 12 existed in the league's mind is Roger Goodell made it clear he doesn't want Deshaun Watson playing in Houston. He doesn't want him facing the Texans in Houston next uh, this, this season. So, you know, interesting. I, I can't really say what the – exact motivation is behind that other than it would be a complete circus um you know that event and i'm I'm sure the the league and and this is just me speculating here but i'm sure the league would also say hey you know we're still thinking about the individuals who are involved in these civil suits probably not the best um you know thing for him to to be back in houston and have this entire week um you know constantly played out on on the stage in front of you know, the, the women that brought the, the 24 civil suits.
0: Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports with us this morning here on CBS Sports Radio. Charles, are, are are they allowed the league and the PA to resume any kind of settlement talks in all of this? Can they now say, hey, instead of letting somebody maybe say it's a full year and the union going, hey, we might go to federal court after all this, can they just on their own agree on a new number right now and be done with this?
1: I don't think there's anything stopping that. I mean, the, the league has come out and said, as far as the process, at least one element of it is over. The arbitrator has decided that there was a violation of the personal conduct penalty. So we're not going to argue whether or not there was a violation anymore. Now it becomes an argument of, of the number of games. But I think the motivation for the NFL at this point to resume any sort of settlement talks, I don't know why they would at this stage, because I think the NFL has said, look, we 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 told you initially what we wanted in terms of the one-year suspension. There, there's no way you were going for that. We reduced it down to what we thought was the most equitable um, middle ground, which was this 12 games and the significant financial you know penalty. And you didn't want that. And so now it's in our hands. You know, we we have the ability now to ultimately get what we want. We just named the designee of our choice. We're going to pick someone. I mean, they won't say this publicly, but I mean, they're going to pick someone who's. Could understand precisely what the nfl wants i don't know why they would feel compelled now to go back to the table that in some respects it would almost be like a prosecutor offering a a plea deal and then you know a a defendant saying no i want to go to trial go to trial losing at trial and then the defendant saying well let's start talking about a plea deal again (laughs) like it's once it's off the table it's off the table and um, I think the only thing that could potentially change that is if Watson were to suddenly do an about-face and the union were to do an about-face and say, okay, you want the 12 you know, games and the, and the massive financial penalty, let's go ahead and go that route. I, I think at this point Watson's camp in the union would be more inclined to um, let the process play out and ultimately file a, a federal suit.
0: Charles, can you walk me back through Sue Robinson's fair warning argument and the ruling from earlier this week? Because I can only look at it from a non-legal standpoint. And I, it, it still just doesn't make sense to me why Deshaun Watson would need to be aware of a stiffer possible punishment for doing what he was doing as if he was standing there deciding, like, well, I right. could deal with six games, but if it was 12, I'd behave myself.
1: Well, I, I think it's more – Sue Robinson was essentially saying, you know – um, you came into this asking for what is really an unprecedented penalty. And as an arbitrator, it's my job to weigh out, okay, did a personal conduct violation occur? Yes, it occurred. Now I have to lean on some element of precedent. And what she was saying to the NFL is, you're asking me to set a new precedent. You're asking for something that's never occurred before. Now this is me paraphrasing what she said in her decision. And interestingly enough, she told the NFL this, during the hearing and that that was something that i was a little bit surprised to find out in the process of reporting the last couple of days was that when the hearing began everyone's there and she essentially said to that NFL, felt look you're asking for something you're not likely going to get which is that one-year suspension and because this has never happened before that's a completely um different standard than you have showcased in the past um for violent domestic uh for domestic violence Um, penalties that, you know, things that included violence in the acts. And now you're asking for something um, and presenting, quote unquote, nonviolent acts and you're, and you're still asking for this brand new standard. Um, You know, so I, I think it was just more along the lines of Sue Robinson saying, I'm not going to sit here and set this precedent for you. You've already set the precedent in previous decisions. I'm going to follow what's in front of me and what you've done prior to this. If you disagree with that, well, ultimately you have the lever that you can pull and and change the process and set the precedent yourself. And that's kind of what the league is now doing here. Whatever this designee chooses to do, that's going to be the new standard. And where you know it concerns quote unquote nonviolent um incidents of sexual assault, as as Sue Robinson said, as defined by the NFL. This is going to be whatever the ultimate penalty here is, I would consider the next arbitrator or the next arbitration process would consider this the new precedent.
0: So Robinson's saying that, I guess it was back in June, right? Is that how we got to the union feeling comfortable Sunday night saying we're going to accept whatever she
1: says? I think, I think it, it made the union, I, I think even early on, Watson's camp in the union, having been part of those hearings and everyone hearing her say, hey, you're asking for something you're not going to get. Quickly after that, we started to see the media leaks where people were like, "Hey, he's not going to get the what they're, you know, this full year that they're asking for. They're not going to get that, and um, the penalty is going to be less than people think." At the time, the thought process is, "Well, why, why is this coming out? Why are these leaks coming out? And this seems very confident." What we didn't know was that she stated it in front of everyone, like, "You're not going to get this year that you're asking for," and um, you know. So, I think that created a scenario where both Watson and the union felt all right well let's go through this process now we already know that the year appears to be taken off the table let's see where this ultimately falls and I do think it shaped settlement talks too because they thought she stated what she stated it's probably going to come back a, a lot less than the league thinks, and and it ultimately did
0: Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports our guest this morning here rather than you on CBS Sports Radio I said this to start the show Charles I, I think for me personally six games not enough for Deshaun Watson I don't know if a full year is the right number. Maybe 12 is fine with me, but six seems too little. So as the NFL does this appeal and the the appears adds games on, they're going to be fixing the situation kind of in my mind, but I feel compelled in no way to thank them, to think that they know how to handle these situations any better than they did in the past. Like That's the way I should be looking at this correctly, right? Like The league does not get to be the good guy here for writing a Sue Robinson wrong.
1: Well, they're also, you have to ask yourself, like, okay, why, in this situation, why did they have to set a new standard? I mean, it would be indicative of the standard prior to this wasn't great. Right. Or, either that, or they're going above and beyond for whatever their reasoning is, whether it's optics or whatever. And I know, you know, I know some people look at that and they go, well, geez, six games, that doesn't make a lot of sense. there were twenty four civil suits, but people have to understand the what the the arbitrator sue robinson was was operating under. They presented four women i mean it wasn't twenty four it was four and the four of the four they did not um allege that there was um you know sexual assault as it's written in you know penal code um and so you know for her to come with the six games, people have to remember how she would have dialed that in and the fact that she was leaning on how the league had handled things before and what kind of precedent she, she basically said, look, um, and again, this is me paraphrasing, but she said, look at the domestic violence standard that the NFL has set is six games. That's the closest application I can come to in this particular case. And she pointed out, this is sexual assault as defined by the NFL. She repeated that in the decision several times as defined by the NFL which was sue robinson basically saying hey this isn't as defined by a penal code this is as defined by this corporation and so i have to go by what they're defining it as and um so yeah i'm with you i don't i don't i think most people are sitting here going it's probably not any real winner or good guy right you know i guess to to use that phrase in this whole um situation it's a mess and you know the nfl is is trying to sort it out in the way that it feels is is proper. And in the process, they're really setting a standard moving forward.
0: Have you heard any regret from the league side about how they presented just the four women? Is anybody now thinking maybe they should have overwhelmed Sue Robinson with horrible accusations and stories?
1: Um, No, I mean, I don't, I, I haven't really heard really anything from the league other than, you know, the fact that they're going to appeal this and, you know, some minor details of what had happened, you know, earlier in the hearings. But as far as um, any regret, I can only say that the, I know their, I, I, their thought process going into that hearing was we have to go with what presents our best case and our ability to not only present um, some of these alleged victims, but also what evidence do we have? What digital evidence do we have? What contemporaneous evidence do we have? And they just felt like this is the best group and anything else is, you know, people might say, OK, well, you're sort of you could have flooded Sue Robinson and and maybe that would have helped to weigh on what her decision is. But remember, they tried to bring a fifth woman into this who had not had direct testimony with the NFL. And she set that woman to the side. So I have to believe that If they even, you know, the fact that they even tried to get in a fifth, you know, individual and Sue Robinson set that aside, there's probably a reason why they didn't present the others. And they probably thought they they would have been set aside as well or not, you know, given the amount of consideration that we on the outside looking in might have suspected. I I think they went with the best that they had, and it kind of went the way it did.
0: Charles, last question, wild guess. When do we get some kind of ruling on all of this?
1: I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be next week. Um, the union has not put out a statement, but their statement is effectively going to be the brief that they file on Friday, which is in response to, to the appeal that the league has filed. And, you know, the league's already made it clear. We're not, we're not retrying anything here. We, the violation is the violation. The arbitrator agreed there's a violation. All we have to do now is ultimately decide on what the penalty is. I don't know why that would take any longer than next week. So I would, I would suspect that it's something that's determined by the NFL at some point next week. Um, uh, you know, any other reason to, to drag their feet on this, again, I, I just don't know what it would be because they're not arguing the facts. They're just right. arguing the, the ultimate penalty at this point.
0: Charles, thank you so much for all of this. We appreciate it. I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.